Hello and welcome to Defiantful Podcast, your bi-weekly deep dive into miscellaneous horror and paranormal media. I'm Naima. And I'm Natalie. And this week we'll be talking about Blood and Chocolate, the movie, as directed by Ketcha. Yeah, um, so for this one, just forget everything you heard last week, forget anything you've read, um... Just forget all it, your expectations for a werewolf throw, throw movie. Throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what would what rating would you give this, Naima? A solid zero stars. I guess I could <laughs> I guess I could go off of the Rotten Tomatoes rating, which is a solid eleven percent, which I think is pretty <laughs> representative of this movie. You know what? Um, I thought I was gonna be I thought you were gonna be nicer than me in your rating because um I gave it, like, one star. <laughs> I really hate this. I really hate this. Oh, it's terrible. Um, so, for context, Naima just watched, just rewatched the film by herself because I wasn't available to watch it. Um, and I have the Wikipedia page up. I have so. the Wikipedia page also up. One of us uh, is freshly angry Traumatized. at the movie <laughs> Again, i hate this movie so much oh my god okay um, so um i'll read I, off the i'll read yeah, off the do... summary god 88 percent of google users <laughs> like this movie i cannot believe that okay well real quick should we do spoiler <laughs> warning and then yeah i think because we already discussed like all the big spoilers off of the last one you should just expect this whole thing to be full of spoilers but again like i doubt that anybody with a rational mind would want to watch this movie of their own volition but that's if you want to watch like that's fair if you want to watch like a garbage werewolf movie with your friends i guess turn the podcast off and then come back to it yeah <laughs> have a girl's night drink some wine um i'm sad we're not recording this at night because um i'd love i'd love some wine to talk about this movie but instead i have chamomile tea so day drinking <laughs> let's uh let's go <laughs> all right uh the book uh, as you recall, is a very dramatic summary, whereas this one is just mm-hmm. kind of... Eh. Young Vivian has a secret. She is a werewolf and has spent her entire life concealing it. She faces divided loyalties when she finds love with a human male named <sighs> Aiden, much to the disapproval of some of her fellow packmates, especially Gabriel, who also desires her. But oh. Aiden may no longer love her when she reveals her inner wolf. <sighs> Alright, so right off the bat, do you want to talk about the differences between... Like, the big differences between the movie and the book. Oh, yeah. Let's go off. Um, in this one, Vivian hates being a werewolf in the movie. Which is whereas, terrible. Like, oh, it's... She, you know, she relished in the change in the book. She absolutely loved being a werewolf. And in this, it's like she's hard-pressed to change and to kind of, like, take part in anything to do with the pack. And the thing is, is that it's almost justified in the movie in that Mm -hmm. um, in the book, there's like several hard lines that werewolves don't cross. Like, so there's they don't want to kill humans. Mm -hmm. And 
if you're going to change, do it out of sight and things like that. But in this one, they have like these very large ritualistic gatherings where they take a random criminal out of the Romanian prison and then they, <laughs> they slit the back of his ankle so that he can't run as fast. And then they all chase him to see if he can get to the river. Mm-hmm. And I'm just watching this like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, am I the one that's wrong in this? I'm like, what am I looking at? Right now? <laughs> and then, but in the book, you know, like, it's a family it's like it's a society but in this one it's like it's a cult is what it feels like so of course she wouldn't want to participate in this and i think that's also part of it in that the movie really makes werewolfism seem like a problem yeah we're in whereas in the book um the werewolves are just kind of they're minding their own business they're like Mm -hmm. i don't want to be in this city like i want to go back to the country i want to go back to my bed and breakfast you know um I want peace, but in this, it's very much like they're incredibly antagonistic, um, like all of them. Mm-hmm. Not one, aside from Vivian, is like a normal person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And you would think like, you know, we really ragged on the ending of the book. Mm-hmm. But I guess one thing I can give it kudos for is that it does come to accept that Vivian has these two sides of her that she is sometimes a wolf and she is sometimes a person and that is something that the book reconciled but the movie does not the movie like (sighs) has vivian reject her werewolfism yeah and then to the end like up until the very end um her werewolfism is treated like it's a disease essentially um yeah um (laughs) no (laughs) there's really there's nothing good that can be said about this um What's his name? Hugh Dancy? He's alright to look at, I guess. Yeah, in a, <laughs> in a very, like, average way, I'd say. I mean... He's okay. Yeah. That's about the only good thing about this movie. Oh, also, He's, uh, Natalie. His character, though. <laughs> oh, God, I want to wring his neck. <laughs> Natalie, do you remember from the movie... God, when did Eclipse release um, for Twilight? Um, was, I think was that, that was, like, 2011. 2011 oh my god i think i know where she got the cover from because i was watching that movie and there's that scene where um vivienne works at a chocolatier mm-hmm. in this um chocolatier in the in romania for some reason i think that's run by a french woman and it's so yeah. it's so jarring that's where that's where the directors took this um took the metaphor um but they wrapped their boxes in this bright red ribbon and uh, at a point, you know, several times over this movie, uh, Vivian straight up flees from Aiden. Aiden, like literally, she wants away from him. And at this one, she's like, she parkours around the city, and then she like <laughs> scales up a clothesline, and then slowly, yeah. slowly, you see this red ribbon descend from the sky. And I was like, that is the eclipse cover. <laughs> I was like, yeah, um, Eclipsed by Stephanie Mayer, to clarify, but I was just so blown away. I, I really, like, I thought you meant um, the Eclipse movie. I, I think the Eclipse book came out much earlier. Um, God, I mean, if it was before this movie, I don't know which one is worse. That Stephanie Mayer took that iconography from this movie, or that the movie said, "Hey, why don't we wink and nod at this?" I think at this book? I think the movie did a little wink and nod. Um, I was like, I was like yeah. horrified. I was like, this sucks. Why am I looking at this? I so. Aiden is terrible in in both iterations. Um, I would have to say considerably worse than the movie adaptation. Yes, because he pursues Viv- like Vivian does not pursue him. That's a no. big difference. Um, it's you know he's like marked for her prey in the book, which is a little kind of silly nod 
to um like verbal floor um in this he pursues her despite her not wanting him at all like she she tells him to get out of uh the kitchen where she works and hmm. he just keeps you know coming on to her and it's really uncomfortable especially coming from Hugh Dancy who who just looks like he could not do anything <laughs> literally like half of this movie is thinking like why can't these people overpower each other right this is one scene where i think it's rafe is that how you say his name i believe so i kept pronouncing it as rafe when i was reading the book so i'm just really confused when they spoke it out loud but um <laughs> rafe is like oh one th- one thing that the book and the movie have in common is that they are really cruel to women just like overall oh absolutely Whew. yeah Whew. Like, at the beginning, there's this one girl who's des- uh, who's da- desking, who's dancing promiscuously, like, in a club. And Rafe's like, or Rafe is like, <laughs> um, oh, I really want to go home with her. And then she's like, not in your dreams or something like that. And so mm-hmm. he follows her home and, like, tries to intimidate her there. But Vivian interrupts him. And then later, he literally, like, crawls in through her window. Yeah, he breaks and breaks into then, her apartment. Yeah, and then transforms and then into a wolf. kills her. And then, yeah, and then, like... In oh, wait, a terrible does he kill her series, just... yes, okay. yes, in a terrible scene, a series of jump cut, jump cuts where it's <laughs> her bloody and then her alive and then her bloody and then the wolf jumping away, and it's like you're just watching it like, hello, is yeah. she dead or is she not? But then, yeah, like he really just like rips into her. But the thing is, is that he's about the size of like a small dog, or yeah, like a medium sized it... <laughs> dog. And I'm like, yeah, not a small dog, but definitely a like a dog. like a small coyote, you know? No, not I would say like smaller than a husky dog is how big he was like in relation to yeah i mean coyotes are not very big um (laughs) sorry now we're arguing about (laughs) coyotes the size the relative the relative size of a dog like i said small dog because i'm biased because i see a lot of big dogs so like small to me is not so like a good medium-sized dog yeah i don't have any reference for how big a coyote is so but i I feel like i see a lot of them uh, here in Southern California. Um, I mean, I guess the too long didn't read of this is that like she could have easily punched that dog in the nose. Like, it's yeah, not... absolutely. And the fact um, that like she didn't fight back at all is so. I don't know. There's something. This what movie's do you call terrible. It? It, yes. This movie's just fucking terrible. That's that's what you call it. Um... Call it. <laughs> no, there's something like specific about it. It's so like almost sadistic in like the way it frames women it frames female desire it frames uh male and female relationships so it's um i mean i find it really interesting that they flipped aiden and vivian's dynamic completely because she's she's the predator Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. all situations but she's forced to retreat and she's forced to um you know, kind of, like, hide herself from yeah. him. And um, it's not the same way the book had her hide herself from him, which yeah. is so, like, baffling, because it's the thing about the book different. is she was willing to, like, give herself away, like, right up until she calls herself a werewolf. She was fine with everything else. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, in this movie, like, she does not want to give him a single thing. Like, he really just harasses her. Oh, sorry. And yeah. Another dog oh, came and, outside. Um, um he calls her wolf girl. A wolf girl, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Which is really um it's demeaning even outside of oh, like yeah. the the connotations that she has. Patronizing, with it. like and it's because she's like 
oh hey what are you drawing and he's like yeah. oh wolves and she's like oh and yeah she- wolves are cool yeah and she's and like, like hey like, oh, you yes. also broke into this church <laughs> he's, he's like huh you too also broke into this church hi my name's Aiden she's like I don't want to tell you a thing and he's like I can't stand for that and it's yeah. so, like it's such a strange exchange like who talks to another human being like that um I think it's it's really interesting um because he totally mansplains everything to yes. her oh my god I lost my movie. mind like- lost my mind he's like do you know about the Luguru? <laughs> they used to rule Romania and she's just like yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> oh those those Lou Guru that yep she even she takes him eventually to um the top of the building where there's all these like wolf statues um that were left over from I think like the last reigning prince or whatever um that have been hidden he's like how did you know these were here and it's like dude <laughs> i think they're like the what's some of the most popular Pay statues attention. in romania it's like romulus and remus yeah <laughs> remember even uh christine our mutual friend christine mm-hmm. who lives in romania was like beautiful yeah of christine. course yeah beautiful christine it was like hey uh why did they they shoot those that picture like it's so scary like those are about <laughs> werewolves <laughs> like, i don't know um God, yes. Yeah. So she'd chosen those statues and he's like, wow, and starts to explain things about werewolves to her again. And she's like, uh-huh. That's cool. Uh, so this is why these are here. And he was like, oh, okay, great. And they just, like, quickly move on to something else because he couldn't be the, like, superior person in this situation. Um, Take a shot literally every single time. He does not let her speak ever. Right. Like, whoa. Just fucking terrible i'm <laughs> yeah and it's really I can, i'm gonna keep repeating that, the, that that was the word i was looking for it's very indulgent in how it like shows female misery i was like am oh, i yeah. watching a lars von Trier oh, yeah. movie oh my god <laughs> so in the book another difference is that in the book um vivian's father dies but her mother lives and so mm-hmm. she lives with her mother and this the mother dies and she dies by getting shot in like the head and it's like yeah. and it's like all in a 15 or not 15 like a 30 second sequence of just you just see her family get of, shot down uh, blurry jump cuts oh yeah so yeah. it's it's a poorly made movie to begin with um i thought to myself about like halfway through it i think like at the 45 minute mark um they have the first weird ritualistic slitting some dude's ankle mm-hmm. and then forcing him to the river um, and I thought to myself, like, you could almost make this movie better by just deleting every part where they have those terrible CGI wolves. Like, if oh, you my just God. They start... away. <laughs> so they they change in midair. And not and only Superman do they change fly. in midair. Yeah, they glow. Oh, my God. I lost it. <laughs> they Superman know, fly and they, just, and they just kind of like just stay perpendicular, uh, parallel to the ground for like a obscene amount of time. Yeah. So, like. One of the things I have to give the Twilight Saga movies credit for is that, like, the wolves look like wolves. And they look like big dogs. Yeah. And when they change, it's very fast. So you don't get that weird lingering on them just, like, midair, just soaring through the sky. That's so unfortunate. This movie was just so... Like, it, it's really unfortunate to make Twilight look good in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It almost makes Twilight look better in, like, terms of relationships, too. Because... Oh, yeah. Like... <laughs> I literally, I stopped at like the 55 minute mark in my rewatch because I was like, this is so exhausting to watch. (laughs) Because like, you get to a point. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Like, 
it's just you just keep watching this stupid stupid boy go after this poor girl and then she runs away from him and then he's like why are you running away from me and he's like and she's like i, I want to i want to run away i don't like you and he's like i can't believe this what's your name mm-hmm. and she's like i'm not gonna tell you and then he's like i found out where you work and i showed up at your work and if you don't tell me your name i'm gonna keep coming back to your work and yeah what a weirdo uh-huh. right um, what could she ask that nice french woman if she could call the police like right. <laughs> what? um can we talk about Rafe really quick? Oh my god, I can hear I can hear somebody making a smoothie in the house. <laughs> okay, can we talk about Rafe really quick? I hate um, him. And it's weird. He's so weird. Why is he British? He, he's <laughs> so strange. So uh Gabriel in <laughs> I can't. Uh Gabriel in this uh adaptation is Rafe's father. Oh, I didn't even pick that up in the movie. And because so they just confused. kind of sprinkle it in, and it's it's very subtle. Um, if you, like, blink, you miss it. I think you'd gotten, gotten up to get a drink or something. Oh, my God, literally. Um, Actually, I want to look up the casting choices for this. Yeah. Keep going. And uh, Astrid, who is now Vivian's aunt and romantic rival, um, we'll come yes. back to that. We'll come back to that. Ooh is Rafe's mother. So Rafe is Vivian's cousin. And um I the family dynamics kind of, in this is so it's really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's her cousin, but he has kind of some romantic uh attachment going on. Yeah, no, he, like, pre-persistently hits on uh, Vivian and, like, Mm -hmm. makes really sexual comments towards her, which are very uncomfortable as she, as, you know, oh, another difference. God, we really should have, like, made a whole list. Um, There's too many. (laughs) This, yeah, this movie has her as, like, the chosen mate for Gabriel Mm -hmm. since she was born. So that means, like, this 40-year-old man, because he's a lot older in this adaptation. Yeah, he's not 24. Yeah, and he's played by... Olivier Clearly, because uh, he's Ooh. Rafe's father, so mm-hmm. <laughs> he can't be 24. Um, yeah, so, that's, that's what Halle Berry's husband? Maybe. I'm actually um, looking up how old he would be. It's 1966. He's 41 years old in the movie, and uh, and so, I mean, God, God bless the director <laughs> of this movie. Because I just cannot see how it all falls in line. It doesn't. Um, but so you have Gabriel sexually terrorizing Vivian. Yeah. You have his son, Rafe, sexually, sexually terrorizing, terrorizing Vivian. Vivian. You have Aiden sexually terrorizing <laughs> Vivian. Uh, and you're just sitting here watching this movie like, did nobody stop and think that like, this is scary? Like, maybe if you marketed this as a different type of horror movie, it would be a better yeah. movie. Yeah. It's, you know, it's funny because it is marketed as a horror movie, but not, not in the way it's scary. Um, yeah. I, you know, what's really funny is um, on the Wikipedia page, it says. Terrible an, movie, don't it, watch. Yes, it does. Actually, um, an international co-production between the United States, Germany, Romania, and the United Kingdom, Blood and Chocolate was both a commercial and critical failure. <laughs> <laughs> and no one was surprised nope not one um i think we haven't really talked about the actual contents of the movie just kind of the dynamics of it um mm-hmm. so it starts off terrible terrible yeah that's 
again i told you uh she her family gets shot in the head like in front of her and you the the audience yeah. um house is set on fire um apparently she has two siblings in the movie but yeah it was it was so blurry that like i couldn't tell and it's never mentioned again and yeah. then um and then it jumps to her doing some parkour through a romanian city i think bucharest mm-hmm. yes. and then um then it just keeps cutting so (laughs) that's how it plays in my mind too when I'm remembering it yeah it's really just a lot of padding it's like a lot of padding and then yeah she was really young um when she was orphaned and then it cuts to her being like 18 Mm -hmm. and she's living with Astrid her aunt Astrid who uh I think is actually the movie's director yeah fact check me on that one Katya Von Gern. No. Oh, no, different one. Different different, Katia. different Katya, yeah. I would have lost my mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so it's her, and then she's also very weird in this adaptation because she, again, strange. like she's still like the romantic rival for Vivian. Yeah, um, but now she's family and she just like wants the best for Vivian. Yeah. Yeah. But also she cries every night because of Gabriel, who is he stops by to sleep with her and then he leaves uh to harass vivian and then he just yes. leaves altogether <laughs> literally and you're just like um and vivian i think yells at him at one point because she's you know upset that astrid is yeah. being used by somebody she loves um which is nice yeah not much nice. comes of it though um no nothing comes of it at all um I almost can't decide if it's decent of the movie to have her end up with Gabriel instead of, or end up with Aiden instead of Gabriel, like in the books. Like, it's not really much of a improvement. (laughs) Like, at the very least, in this one, she's 18? No, she's 20. No, she is at least 18 because she drinks in the movie and she's in Romania. Yeah, I don't think it ever says how old she is. No. But she doesn't attend, like, school, so they cut that completely out. So we can just kind of make a blanket assumption that she's out of high school. Yeah. Um, and she's a werewolf, so she doesn't have to go to college. Um. <laughs> she's a dog catcher. <laughs> um, so she, not too long after all this is introduced, she meets Aiden, and she's in, they're both in this, like, old cathedral um that you're not supposed to be in at she's night. just sitting in there i don't know why they never said anything about why she was in the theater the cathedral. yeah she you know it's similar to the book she's alone mm-hmm. frequently she doesn't have um any friends mm-hmm. they so don't, they don't really uh they don't really demonstrate that in this adaptation enough though they're not yeah. really like they just really just show the five, like, really just harassing the devil out of freaking, out of poor, poor Vivian. And they're like, hmm, you should learn mm-hmm. some things about this, about her character. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, so. Do we ever see her happy in this movie? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> not I just, once. I just, like, stopped and thought, like, there's not a single good time she has. Yeah, unlike uh, the book where she's honestly, she has a lot of happy moments mm-hmm. in the book, which is nice. Again, because she's genuinely in love with Aiden, so even if he's not, like, reciprocating it. Yeah. At least she's kind of happy. Um, mm mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the, uh, she kind of 
begins a, a romance with Aiden, um, which is how it's described on the Wikipedia page, which isn't quite true. He harasses her into dating him. Mm-hmm. Um, she's concerned for she's his like, safety. She's yeah. concerned for his safety because her cousin Ra- Rafe, Rafe, uh, because <laughs> Rafe comes in and he's like looking at him like he's gonna again like this man did just kill some woman, some random woman. So she's like, yeah. "Oh, you need to leave," and he's like, "Only if you promise to meet me again or something corny mm-hmm. like that." And, and she's she- like, "That's my boyfriend out there," and he's like, "What?" Well, no, he says, uh, "If you had a boyfriend, why would you be in a, a cathedral at two in the morning?" And I was oh, like, "Oh, right, I forgot up. about that." I was like, "Shut up! She can do whatever she damn well pleases." She's a grown woman. Like, like <laughs> what? Clearly, she knows more about the city than you do. I think she might be entitled to be in this cathedral. You certainly aren't, sir. <laughs> Are you an American? He asks her as he hears her clearly American accent. <laughs> like, what? Um, yeah, and she's like, uh, yeah, my my parents, you know, moved to America and then died, so I had to move back. Yeah, and it's so weird. It's like, can she live? Yeah, and she um, she describes the group of werewolves, uh, the pack, <laughs> as uh, expats. Yeah, so, weird. Very weird. Yeah, basically, like, they're, like, French and German werewolves who have been, like, run out of the other countries and found home in Romania. Um, just, it's terrible. It's so bad. It's so bad. None of because them have, like, then, a matching accent. Like, yeah, none of them. Yeah, and I think that's why they were like, oh, mention that they're expats once. Except mm-hmm. they also say that werewolves have a very long history in Romania. Mm-hmm. And that so, uh, and Gabriel runs truth? some sort of criminal gang or like anti-criminal oh, gang, yeah. where he like breaks people out of prison to kill them. So, or well, he pays bail, but he quite literally breaks them out of prison just to kill them. So, yeah, this movie was a mess. I don't even. I think I like repressed the last 30 minutes of it so like i remember the last 30 minutes doesn't make any goddamn sense at a point like aiden and rafe fist fight and then Mm -hmm. he for some reason aiden has a necklace made out of pure silver and it burns him and then aiden snaps and then he's like i'm gonna go and i'm gonna go melt down a bullet and i'm gonna go was he gonna kill vivian i think he was gonna kill vivian um i don't remember let's look um, I was like, whew. He really so he, just... He kills... Oh, he, he did. He, he kills stabbed Rafe, him. And he then stabbed afterward... him with the necklace. Yes. Uh, afterward, Aiden confronts Vivian about her true identity and tempts her with his blood. What? This movie is really weird because it gives you, like, hard vampire vibes for some reason. So yes, it there's, does. Like, there's a scene where they're all, like, bowing before Gabriel and they expose their <laughs> necks to him, which was so strange. And then everybody... <laughs> Starts, starts taking their clothes off <laughs> it's so strange because oh you're just God. sitting here like like I understand like the process of like get naked to become a werewolf or whatever but yeah <laughs> why? it's like they're so serious nobody like moves a muscle they just like Astrid is wearing a robe and then mm-hmm. strangely enough that same guy you know like they cut his ankle I think he was selling alcohol to children I think that's what they decided was a killable offense <laughs> so <laughs> They're like, we need to murder this guy. Like, what? <laughs> Let's have some fun in the woods. You know, commit a little murder. 
get a little naked. In the book, I don't think we talked about her in the last episode, but... Oh, that's so nice to say the last episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was that older woman, the older woman, she, like, an old lady who... Oh, Persia. um, Persia, yes, Mm on Persia, who, like, handles the ordeals. Um, In this, she's replaced by a sexy young woman who kisses Mm -hmm. each one of those weird human men that they're going to kill in the forest. (laughs) Like, who is that? Yeah, why was that mm. necessary? (laughs) (laughs) What? Why was that necessary? (laughs) Like, we really need to earn this PG thirteen rating. Let's have like two more kisses in there. Yeah, like what? Oh, this should not. It shouldn't be. (laughs) This should not have been made. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. Um. He like tracks down Vivian. Um. And there's this whole fight scene between Ooh, them you, and the pack. Do you remember that one scene where he, like, runs into a Romanian restaurant and he, like, straight up just, like, steals mm-hmm. their silver? Oh, <laughs> shit, I forgot about that. He, yeah, he steals their silverware and runs away. Yeah, which is also, like, I would almost say as childish as his book counterpart who steals his family's silverware meltdown. Mm-hmm. Like, this grown-ass man just broke into a restaurant. Well, he didn't break in, but he just literally, like, he strong-arms a waiter to get yeah, out of his like, way. Yeah, he was like, is this then- silver? And, like, and then course. runs out like, and then, <laughs> and it's like what? Um, yeah. So around that point in the movie too, there's like something that implies that like the werewolves are paying off the police or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't even. <sighs> like you unit. said earlier, like the last thirty minutes of this movie, it's just a blur. Like, um, <laughs> I think. There's a ordeal. It's, it's really focused on Aiden. Yeah. Aiden is the main character, I'd say, in this one. Not Vivian. Yeah. Vivian no has way. no personality. She is very miserable. Yeah. And she doesn't get anything she wants in the end of it. I can't even pull, like, a moral out of this. It's just, uh, if you're a woman, good luck. Because, <laughs> basically, life is going to shoot you in the chest, burn your house down, uh, make you lose your family, uh make you date no make you be the ex-wife of a man that continuously pursues your niece while his son also pursues your niece um yeah uh be killed violently by a wolf dog in your your name in your your apartment because you decided to dance a little too promiscuously like like where yeah and they they really they made (laughs) it look like um just going back to the first girl who was killed, they made it look like it was her fault because mm-hmm. she, because she's too like, promiscuous. She she yeah, denied but she Ralph also Rafe. like she did that purposefully to like pull him in, mm-hmm. and then denied him. And so the movie was basically like, it if you it, deny a man, yeah, I'll, you'll die. Is basically it. Yeah, it's it's not. <laughs> Like, where Blood and Chocolate, the book had, I called it Wolf and Chocolate earlier, but accident is what you heard me say. Um, Where Blood and Chocolate, the book had, like, a pretty central morality and, um, like, Mm -hmm. a theme in that Vivian is trying to choose a family. Um, This book is, or this movie is pretty clear in that there is no moral here. Yeah. And there's something that Gabriel says that really just stuck with me. I was just like, oh, my God. Um, this is after she's like, I don't want to be your mate, basically. And he's mm-hmm. like, you don't. And she's like, something along the lines about her family. She's like, she's like, that's not what my family 
came here to do or something like that. And he says, you don't have any family, only heritage, and you need to start respecting the old ways. And I was like, yeah, oh, my God. Like, that's very much um, patriarchal bullshit. Mm-hmm. Just, just saying. Just saying. Just really, just really rubbing it in. Just, And it's all towards the benefit of the men in this. Like, And it's not even challenged by movie Astrid. Which at least the um, the books had somebody call it out. Yeah. Um, so how did, Aiden, how did it end? That's literally, I don't even remember well, because this movie sucks. Yeah, so Aiden doesn't recognize Vivian as a wolf because mm-hmm. he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, oh, and she's a white wolf. I don't know if we mentioned that. That's the prophecy, by the way. That's why she has to be Gabriel's mate. Yeah, so Ew. disgusting. Uh, he doesn't recognize her, and he stabs her with a silver knife. Probably the one he got from the restaurant. Um, and she, it, like, needs the antidote for silver poisoning, or she's going to die. So they, they go find to a, a random pharmacy, yeah. And he's like, I have exactly what you need. And he, like, opens up, like, an entire little, like, like, like a, what is it called? Like a trundle, like a little, like, multi-stack yeah. briefcase. And he's like, I have some wolfsbane. I have some silver bullets. What do you need? Yeah, and he has, like, the antidote for silver. But he's not going to give it to them. Um, and he actually calls the pack. So it's, like, the pharmacist is implied to be connected to the wolf pack. But just like this the is police. the first time. That you, exactly. This is the first time you're hearing of it. And this is, like, the last 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Vivian is, like, then captured by the pack. Um, she's held in a cage. And, like, Aiden comes to her rescue. And and he has a really yeah. big sniper moment. He's, like, on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... It really frames him as, like, heroic and brave. And... I forgot. Does he fall through? He does. Okay. Um, I think what happens is, I don't know, if someone, like, threw something and it shattered and he falls through and he, like, just kind of rolls with it and he's, like, still fine. And he gets up and, I guess, through the sheer power of his masculinity, yeah. keeps shooting. It's funny because um, Hugh Dancy, I mean, a, a very young Hugh Dancy looks like a scarecrow a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, he, so no, he, would, he would not have been okay. Oh, he would have folded <laughs> like a lawn chair. His bones would have been paper mache. <laughs> like, I was, like, watching, like, I was, like, okay, movie, like. You like I could almost suspend my disbelief that these people were were- werewolves, but like you dancey would be snapped in half like a twig. It's true. Um, so fight sequence commences. Yeah, Vivian kills Gabriel. Mm-hmm. God bless. Um, the only good thing I, to come they, out of this movie. They let the five go because Vivian doesn't want them to like be stuck in a fire, basically, mm-hmm. um, because the the warehouse they're in is on. Is on, is fire. on fire and it's that's a callback to the beginning where um the five of them have alcohol and mm-hmm. uh the bartender lights a match and bet you didn't remember that one huh 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 the, uh, the bartender had some matches you didn't see that coming like, yeah so um it, the very very end shows aiden and vivian like escaping and and running away um and they're they're driving away in some random car. I don't mm-hmm. know where they got it. Um, and there are like every person they pass is a werewolf because they all like bare their necks. So throwing back to uh, the vampire 
mm-hmm. kind of uh, imagery Naima was talking about earlier. So it's sort of um, implying Vivian's like the leader of the pack now. Mm-hmm, which kill is... Gabriel. Yeah, and first of all, how how would word have spread so quickly? <laughs> they just know. It's just werewolf instinct. Oh, God. Ugh. Um, so, all in all... Bad movie? Um, can we give it negative stars? Because now that I've, like, recounted it, I want to take back that, that one-star rating. If it, had, um, if it had even semi-decent editing, I would have given it a zero star. I think it deserves the negative one star. Like, yeah, let's go with a negative one. A negative one. Um, the title of my review article would have been called Where Are My Werewolves? Because this movie <laughs> is not about werewolves. It's about a one really weird cult-like political group. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's it's not good. Um, In media like so... this, usually you can like extract some sort of morality or like some sort of mm-hmm. theme. Like Even if it's a negative one. But really, this is just soulless. There's nothing to it. I think the negative um, moral here would be women deserve to suffer. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But even then, Um, it's like so entrenched in the movie that it's like, it's not even intentionally telling you that women deserve to suffer. It's just like, (laughs) here's some women suffering. Uh, Kick your feet up and eat some popcorn. Basically. Um, So on a more positive note, do you have any recommendations to end this on, Naima? (laughs) Um, (laughs) any recommendations Uh, if you liked blood and chocolate I would recommend literally anything else (laughs) (laughs) please read something better than this stupid or please watch something better than this stupid stupid movie Um, okay that's fair yeah fair you know it's just um, I'm catching up on some reading Uh, I am currently listening to an audiobook uh called holly black's the cruel prince i think not to be confused with the captive prince Mm -hmm. so maybe we'll talk about that one in the future but as for now i have no werewolf media to recommend i did get shiver on audiobook you remember that one oh yeah i do remember that one i can see it on my shelf right now that's gonna be real interesting yeah uh we're gonna talk about that in a few future episodes so if you want to get down to reading it before we talk about it please do um but next week we are actually going to be talking about toby barlow's sharp teeth Mm -hmm. so if you want to catch us next week that's actually a good book with a female werewolf yeah so if you want to read one where i don't know where the moral isn't that women should suffer (laughs) um (laughs) uh where yeah it's it's a good book so uh just if you can read it before next week um if you can't prepare to be spoiled oh yeah yeah just buckle in for good spoiling because it's it's a really good book honestly it's not it's like you won't get some negative spoilers in this Mm -hmm. unlike uh weird where weird vampire undertones and creepy stalker romance and you'll get some good stuff out of this one yeah yeah um so where can people find us Naima? we have a tumblr uh <laughs> be frightful tumblr.com uh mm-hmm. for us to keep having it we also have a twitter uh we actually did get the full handle for our podcast so we do have just at defrightful instead of at defrightful podcast um 
that should be the full encompass of our shared media. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really all we're doing right now. We're both in school, so this yeah. is the only thing we're doing. Uh, so thank you for listening, everyone. Have a good week. Have a good week. Bye. 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 Mm-hmm.